Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life with me, your host, Sarah Troy. Joy, peace, love, kindness to our global community this Christmas. Christmas buying. Mm, what is the real gift of Christmas? It's of giving, of sharing, of wishing, of hoping, of dreaming. It is togetherness. It is love. Christmas is Jesus' birthday, where he came into the world and gave us hope and love. But it has become something that whether you are a Christian or Catholic or, or even believe in Christ, that Christmas has become a time for uniting, for love shared, for joy, for camaraderie, from togetherness, for bringing people together in a celebration of love, of life, of truth, of beauty. No matter what Christmas is to you in your faith, let's look to what Christmas is on the other side of the coin. It is a buying frenzy. It is a giving frenzy. And it is so very, very easy to get caught up in you have to buy the perfect gift or you have to outdo the gift that you were given last year by a relative or by a friend. And so many people go into debt at this time of year buying those perfect gifts that so many people just simply don't appreciate. So, am I getting old or are manners a thing of the past? Are words like thank you and please gone forever? The word is a courtesy. It is not even in the modern day dictionary. Is anyone teaching our children how to use these words? When someone takes the time to say a simple thank you, it means you feel valued to whatever you did for this person, that it was appreciated. It is respect, folks. Do you remember Carol King's song, You've Got to Get Up Every Morning with a Smile in the Face and Show the World or the Love in Your Heart? Don't you feel the difference when someone greets you with a smile? When there is a positive energy about you, don't you feel it inspired? A simple smile, a courtesy, a please, a thank you goes a long way to making our day a more pleasant one. So let's apply this principle when we go out shopping. First and foremost, lay out your budget to what you can afford. There are so many deals out there, so many things that you can buy uh, within budget. Do not go over that budget and have a massive big visa bill in January that now is going to take the next six months to pay off. Because that isn't a gift to you. When you're giving a gift, you want to give it with love, with appreciation for the person you're giving it to. It's a way of saying thank you and I care. So don't put yourself in such a stress that A, it has to be that perfect gift or that expensive gift or that put yourself in debt because that isn't a gift to you when you're having to pay it off every month it becomes a resentment and that changes and mistruths the whole energy of the gift in the first place so we're in this big buying season where everyone on their dog is out shopping it's crowded it's noisy and you can't find anything you want to buy frustration grows you are a reasonable person but this lineup is way too long and the sales clerk is no help and you can't find that perfect gift and everyone is in a hurry ah it is frustrating i know so if you haven't already done your christmas shopping and you're out there well 
it's time to kind of suck it up. You're going to have to take those long lineups and those clouds, uh, those crowds out there. Um, you can do your online shopping and hope that it gets there in time. Um, but do understand when you go to the store, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be long. Um, the, most people won't know where anything is and have an alternative to the gift you wanted to buy in case it's not there. Remember, courtesy goes out of the window. It's like a domino effect. When one person's in a bad mood, it affects everyone else. The vibe around you is oppressing and suddenly you can't stand to shop anymore. So I'm going to share with you some tips on this hectic season of what to do. Number one, do not leave it to the last moment. Plan at least two or three trips to a diff two different stores and allow yourself time to look around before buying. Make a list for the, um, what you think this person will like and go out there and allow yourself to look in those parameters. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that, but perhaps they would like this if you can't find that. So it's not like, well, I wanted to get this and there isn't that and I don't know what else to get. Write out two or three options so that you're going there and go, that one didn't work, I'll look for something else. Uh, do as much research as you possibly can, like looking in flyers, magazine, TV ads, uh, the internet, get some ideas of what you want before you go. Um, it's always good even to call the store, find out if they have it, can they reserve it. Some can do that, some can't, but there's always worth a try. Uh, even ask the person that you're buying for to give you a list of items that they want and then choose something from that. It's still a wonderful surprise of what they're going to get. And don't forget, it's in the giving um, and the receiving. You know, it's whether they know what they're getting or not. It's the fact that you've bought it for them. And that's where the gift lies. Do not go out at the weekends if you can. If you work during the week and weekends is all you've got, try going at dinner time. If the stars are, uh, stores are open late during the season, that's when everybody's eating, so it's a good time to go shopping then. It's a little bit of a lull time. Um, you can have a tranquil dinner later knowing that your shopping is out of the way. And always allow for a coffee, tea or booze break to replenish you. If you have absolutely no idea what to buy your teenager, niece or nephew or sons and daughters, get them certificates. You know, uh, uh, the traditional kind of stocking, um, things you always got them, you know, socks, little things, um, the tangerine orange, candies, chocolates, uh, all those little things in there, and then put in the gift certificate to a place. They can then go shopping Boxing Day week and pick up what they want at a cheaper price. Instead of you buying something and putting the receipt in it, and they're going to have to go and take it back. It takes longer for them to line up to take it back and get what they want, uh, and some places will not accept in the first week any returns because they're too busy with sales. So that gift receipt is actually a good time, a good way of giving it. And it's not a cop-out. It's really the teenagers. They don't even know what they want. So give them a certificate. So, wives, do not go and buy her something for the house. If you buy for the house, give it to the house. Your wife must have something that makes her feel loved and valued, something personal. Jewelry, nightgowns, get the size right please, a beautiful romantic scarf, a spa date, a weekend with friends, tickets to a fabulous dinner and show, music or books that she really likes. Remember you live with this woman. Give her a gift that says you love her and you know her or you will pay the price later. 
all a woman wants is to know that you've made the effort. Husbands, it might be sports or tools or new tech. They love it all. But again, something very intimate that shows him specifically that it, you love him and you've paid attention to what he likes. For your mums and dads, it's the same thing. It's not the big price tag that means so much, but the thought and the effort that you put into it. A family movie, a photo album, an evening out or a trip away, music or movie or a new book. All of these little things, um, especially something that's made by the grandkids, that will go down very, very well from the grandkids. Ladies, your man wants to know how you feel about him, so buy something practical because he will value the practical side of you, but also something sexy, a little off the wall so he knows that you still want to have some fun. Maybe some sexy underwear for you, uh, given to him. Uh, maybe some sexy underwear for him. Um, you know, a little naughty stuff, a little fun stuff to keep things alive. Don't always be practical, but something that's for when you wake up in the morning, a little intimate gift that you give to each other before you go down and open up the rest of the presents. In-laws can be difficult to buy for, so play it safe, unless you know them very well. Buy something Christmassy, like a Christmas cake, bottle of wine, brandy, champagne. Chocolates are great if they like the brand. Christmas decorations for the tree is good, so they can remember that every year, um, again, a family video, um, photos, dinner certificate, calendars are good, one for each room. Take heed of religious convictions and never buy anything that can offend. Again, something from the grandkids as always goes down well, as long as it's from the grandkids. Now, when you give their the gifts and you hear, oh, you shouldn't have, uh, always say, of course I should, you are worth it. And when receiving a gift, even if you don't like it, always say thank you for the effort that you put into this gift. I feel very special. We're not always going to like the things we're giving. They're maybe not our cup of tea. But somebody spent some time, money and effort buying it for you. So please show some appreciation, some gratitude and accept that gift in grace. Set an example and give a family gift to someone in need. For my children this year, they're going to have some token gifts, little things to open up, and then what I'm getting for them is a wheelchair donation to someone in a third world country that may not have legs or cannot get around. It will be in their name, so they have donated this wheelchair to this person on their behalf. That is a gift that is giving the gift of mobility, a gift of dignity, a gift of, of freedom to someone and what greater gift can you give than that so I have here on the posting this organization freewheelchairmission.org where you can donate and have a gift certificate that you can give someone they have various prices um, I think it's from like 80 bucks per chair uh, if you donate a few chairs it goes down a little cheaper and they donate it to third world countries where literally they do not have a way of getting around and some people have lost their legs through disease or, or mines um, uh, or many other things that have happened to them and this is a way of giving them that chair that gives them that freedom and again a very very beautiful gift so the other thing that we can address this year are the refugees now I know there's so much controversy going on right now 
we don't want them in our country we can't take care of our own um, they're all Muslims they're all terrorists uh, we don't need their crime and there's so much of that crap going on and you know what folks you have a criminal element at home with your own people of your own nationality it is not synonymous with a refugee these are people that have run from their country because their children have been stolen for sex because they are being bombed there is genocide going on they're being murdered they have no rights they have no arms they have no one protecting them and they're running for their lives they literally have only what's on their backs they have nothing else some of them are tra extremely traumatized uh, they've maybe lost some family members along the way um, they've lost everything they've ever had uh, they don't have a job they're in a camp um, while they're waiting to be placed in a home and then to come to a place that says I don't want you uh, is so ungodly and human and disgraceful um, yes there will always be a bad apple that will slip through but we need to recognize those bad apples as quickly as possible so they don't contaminate the, the barrel at the present moment I'm seeing people look at the whole barrel and assume there are bad apples in there before proving there are yeah tighter systems have to happen in order to protect yes ISIS will use this as a way of getting through um, because they're clever so that means that our authorities have to be more clever and look to who these people are and if there is any red flags they go in a red flag zone until they can be cleared I do agree with that but when you're looking at families and children that are just wanting to to find some stability some security to rebuild again if they if you said to them look you're safe and you can go back home and rebuild your own home believe me they would go they would go tomorrow and hopefully that can happen hopefully the world can come together and get in there and wipe out ISIS and wipe out their control just wipe them out we see so many movies of the Navy SEALs and the, the secret CIA's and everything else going in eliminating people to make the world a better place well, we need this kind of movie right now we need to see those kind of secret forces going in and wiping them out we really at the present moment don't care for a trial we just but we don't want you bombing where you kill all the innocents we just want you to go in there and eliminate those bad apples so they can go home because they want to go home and then we can help them rebuild but in the meantime folks they're in need so let's look at what you can do for them this Christmas they need clothing for some of them they may have come from a warm climate and now they're in a colder climate or vice versa toiletries everyday things um, shampoos hairbrushes makeup creams um, you know think about it what do you need and put together as a package and how about as a family children all of you pitch in and say okay this is what I'm contributing this is what I'm contributing let's buy a toy for a little girl or boy let's buy uh, baby blankets or baby clothing for any of the babies um, let's buy coats let's buy this let's buy that and let's put it together in a package for a family and then take it along to your refugee places which they're all within your area and donate it for a family this is for a family 
uh, with kids this of this age, this is for family of that, and then they will give it out to the families that are in need. What a difference you're giving. For a start, you're letting the letter you know those people count, that they're being seen, that they're being he heard, and that people care. Because, after all, shouldn't we care? Are they not God's children? Are they not human beings? Yes, they are. What horrors they're in right now. This is their World War Three. Think about it, folks. My parents went through World War Two. They saw the bombing of the houses. They would go into the shelters and come out and is their home standing? Is their neighborhood still intact? Did everybody make it? My mother with my sister as a baby in the pram was going over to the school to pick up some kids at the end of the school day and out came this quiet silent bomb and just blew up the school and all the kids in front of her. She managed to get a few kids underneath the pram and protect them. They've seen these horrors. Unless you've been in Afghanistan, unless you've been in Iraq and unless you've been out there fighting those wars since then, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, you don't know what war is like. You've got a domestic terror going on in America right now that is a war zone because you love guns and you're going to protect the right of guns over people, which never makes sense to me. But the right to hold a gun and to sell AKAs and, and machine guns to anybody because they have a right to buy guns and yet they're out there killing each other and of course you meet extreme terrorism Islamic, yeah you have had a couple of Islamic things but you've had an awful lot of people um, going postal uh, your parenthood um, kids going killing kids I mean let's own it up folks you've got to tighten up your gun laws that's the only taste of war you know so when we're looking at the refugees, they know so much more. They've been in so much more terror. So let's be humane about this and let's help them. Now let us look to the homeless. There are far too many homeless on the street. And there's a catch-22 for them. They cannot get a bank account unless they have a residence. They cannot get a residence unless they have a bank account. They cannot be fed by the food banks because they don't have a residence. They cannot collect any UI or any support because they don't have a residence. Think about that now. How do they get ahead? Who helps them? Where do they go on the sub-zero temperatures? When it's pouring wet and there's no shelter, no warmth. What do they do for food? They beg for it. They wash your window shields for it. They plead for it. And you just look upon them as bums. Well, go without food for a couple of days and tell me how that feels. So maybe what you can do is, again, budget. Look into your area. Is it a Tim Hortons? Is it a McDonald's? Is it a, a Safeway? Is it a another grocery store where you can go and buy a card with X amount of dollars on it and give it to that homeless person so they can go and buy food when they need to or toiletries or whatever else they need if you don't want to do that always remember they need socks gloves hats scarves 
Their feet get wet. Where do they dry them out? They need warm socks to put back on. Same with the gloves, the hat, the scarves. Just think about the things you know that you would need and put it together in a package. Don't drop them off at your food bank. They can't go there. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of churches that serve homeless people. You have the uh, places where they go for sandwiches and soup. You can take parcels down there and have them distributed out there. Wrap them up and put on the label, put what it is, adult hat, scarf, glove, socks, so that they can actually hand them out to people. And remember there's something else that a homeless person needs, conversation. They need to know they're not invisible, that you see them, that you care. Don't judge them. Some of them have had a, such a rocky life. Some of them have come back from war, post-traumatic stress syndrome, don't know how to cope with things and what they need this year and every day is someone to see them that they're not invisible and that they care and that a conversation for some of them they will never leave the street it's all they know it's what they cope with for some of them they need someone to believe in them to help them get over wherever they're at so they can actually stand tall and take those steps forward into a life again but Christmas isn't a season just to care about on that day. Christianity or is about caring every day. The Pope said, I don't care what faith you are as long as it's based in love and kindness. Yeah, folks. Every single faith on this planet should be love, kindness and respect for one another. That is the fundamental right, that's the fundamental platform in which to build on. Accepting each other's differences, loving each other for who we are, embracing each other, being kind to one another and sharing that love. That personal love, that community love, that global love, that universal love. That is truly a gift that you can give to this world this season giving of your loving energy that beautiful peaceful loving energy so we've covered a few things that you can buy we've covered a few things that you can do now remember your neighbor there are an awful lot of people maybe single mums that are, are striving to put food on the table every day and can't afford Christmas for her kids wouldn't it be nice if you as a family put a package together again this must be a family affair have the kids involved put a package together put it on their doorstep with simply a message from the neighborhood you can approach other neighbors we're buying food for Christmas Day we're buying Christmas presents um, treats for them who wants to chip in I can chip in a turkey I can chip in this I can chip in that and then together you put it together as a package and it's from the neighborhood what a gift to receive never mind the present the gift that the neighborhood cares that the neighborhood is there because isn't that what community is about is about being there for one another it's the same thing for those retired people that are living off their retirement expenses go up but most certainly their retirement funding doesn't and they're struggling every day just to have something 
Wouldn't it be wonderful if you gave them a package? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you invited them over, maybe not for Christmas Day, but through the Christmas season, to come over and have a, a cocktail or a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, um, an aperitif, something? It says that you see them. That warm glow of the fact that you care, that you've invited them, that you see them, that you've considered them, will take them through months. You have no idea the joy that it can bring. Nor of how many people commit suicide at Christmas because of loneliness. If you know somebody is alone, please invite them. Invite them to your Christmas do. If you can't do that, then invite them over to do something. Or even say to them, you know, I'm going off for a coffee. Come and join me. People just want to know that they count for something. They're seen, they're heard, they're acknowledged. That someone cares. And give them a chance to care for someone. Don't ignore them. If you know you've got neighbors down in your apartment block, how about just posting a Christmas card and some some cookies or chocolates or something on their door? There's so many things that we can do. And I think teaching your children right from the word go, one less present for you kids because you're going to donate that present to another child. What a gift you're teaching your children. You're teaching them kindness. You're teaching them caring. You're teaching them giving. There is so much to receive in the art of giving. When you give that joy to someone, that love, that appreciation, wow, what a difference it makes. What a difference it makes. So don't get stressed out, folks, please. Christmas is meant to be a time for joy. It's meant to be a time for sharing for uplifting, for coming together. It's about feeding our very souls and hearts and spirits so that it takes us into the new year with hope, with inspiration, with collaboration, with wonderment of what this wonderful new year is going to bring. So please, don't forget the others. Don't forget the people in need. Your own family. They want that Xbox, they want that cell phone, they want that expensive equipment. And you can't afford to buy it. But maybe what you can do is say, okay, here is some money towards it. And every month I'll put some money towards it until you can afford to buy it. Because I can't afford to buy it for you this Christmas. But here is the money that every month that can go towards it. Don't put yourself in debt. Don't become overstressed and trying to create a perfect meal, perfect decorations. Collaborate. Don't do it all on your own. Whoever's coming over, somebody can do vegetables, somebody can do this, somebody can do dessert, somebody can do washing up. It's a teamwork. It's not one person doing it all. Hey, folks, I've been there. I've done that. I had to make sure I had the perfect gift, the perfect decorations, the perfect meal, and I didn't enjoy Christmas. I got to a point where I hated it. And now it's a collaboration. My son and I are in the kitchen. Others do the dishes. Others contribute and do in other things. It's, that's what it's about. And then getting around that table, eating until we're full and laughter and joy. Little gifts to each other of tokens of love. And a gift that's given on behalf of them to someone else that can change someone's life. Let us remember what it's about. 
It's about love. It's about kindness. It's about togetherness. It's about community. It's about the birth of love, of kindness, of community, of unity. Let us be there for one another. So happy shopping, everybody. Remember, it's not the size of the gift or the price of the gift. It's in the gift itself. Give it with joy. Receive it with gratitude. And may you all have a wonderful Christmas. Or if it's Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. Or whatever other your tradition is at this time of year. But let it be a time of peace, love and joy to this world. And let that start with us. Because that is how it happens, folks. Our peace, our love, our joy, shared with one another, and it grows from there. I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy Shopping.